0: After years of living on cookies and caffeine, losing and gaining the same weight over and over again, and living my life from the sidelines, I changed my perspective and my actions and now live my life in the driver's seat. I'm Trish Ryan, a certified health and life coach with the mission to help people develop a positive relationship with food so they can live their best life on their terms. Each week, I turn diet culture and weight loss upside down. Together, we'll throw out old beliefs And I'll teach you how to think differently so you can drop the guilt and negative self-talk, release the weight and live the life you crave. Are you hungry for health? If so, let's go. Hey everybody. Welcome back today. I'm just telling it like it is again. We're going to talk about diet rules and it's a topic we're all familiar with. And I also get lots of questions about it when I work with clients a lot of questions. Can I eat this? Should I eat that? Will cereal make me gain weight? I get it. We're all programmed this way. Because for years, maybe even decades, every time we tried a new diet, there were new rules to be followed. Four ounces of this, six ounces of that, eat from column A, nothing from column B, sometimes only before nine o'clock, sometimes only after eight o'clock. You get the gist. So it's natural that your brain reacts this way when focusing on your health. And you definitely just want a list of can's and can'ts, do's and don'ts. We literally want to turn off our logic brain and only follow what's in the rule book. And that's where it all goes terribly wrong. Turning off our logic brain. So here's my rant specific to the only things I feel you need to keep in mind. And I want you to manage your mind around Number one, it's not about the food you're eating. Throw away all diet rules. What you want to focus on is understanding why you are choosing to eat, why there is a fear around food, and why do you question your ability. Answers to these questions are not written anywhere in a diet book. Believe me, I've looked. These are questions where the answers are unique to each and every person. Thought number two that I would love you to get in your head, there are no good foods and no bad foods. Stick with the cereal example. A client would say, oh, no, Trish, I can't eat cereal. This is what made me put on 15 pounds last year. And my response is, if you want to eat a bowl of Fruit Loops, go for it. Because if you eat when you're hungry and stop when you've had enough, you will not gain weight eating cereal. What was happening in the past is that you were eating an entire box of cereal at the end of the night to cope. But your thought, your belief, is that the cereal is the culprit and therefore you can never eat cereal again because cereal is bad. Notice when you are hyper-focused on what you should and should not eat. When you get all granular and ask Google and take a poll at your book group whether you should eat something or not, or that's when we know that we're all consumed and we lose perspective on the main goal. We need to make things less complicated. Keep it simple. Stop looking for rules and create the easiest ones possible for you. My suggestion? Ask yourself these questions. Did I eat when I was hungry? Did I stop when I've had enough? Or did I stop when I felt better about my problems? Or when I was justified that I got my money's worth? We should not be eating for anything other than hunger. And I said that last week on the podcast, and I'm sure you're going to hear it from me again. Food only solves one problem, hunger. So we need to stop eating to make ourselves feel good. So someone may ask, but what about my metabolism? We try to apply all the science rules about metabolism, glucose, insulin, ghrelin. And believe me, I can tell you all about these things in detail. I've studied them for years but we don't need to overcomplicate things right now. I wanna make things simple for you. And here's a news flash, as simple as it can be. What messes up your metabolism is eating when you are not hungry and your body says, what is this for? I don't need this food for energy. I guess I'll store it as fat. Yep, that's what your body says. Every time you overeat, your body says, I'm gonna store this as fat. And that's why it's so important to listen to our body and figure out our hunger and fullness. Because so often we are so out of touch with our bodies and our hunger and fullness because we've been ignoring it simply to follow the rules that are written in the rule book. I think if we do these things, you'll lose weight. So point number three, make it simple. Use your common sense, not hacks, not apps, not diet books. Don't ask a friend. Eat when you're hungry, stop when you've had enough and celebrate yourself and your efforts every day. Not easy because we are used to ignoring our body cues and beating ourselves up because we weren't perfect. We are so used to eating emotionally because it's free, because we don't want to be left out, because we're bored. It's a holiday. It's someone's birthday. Someone passed away. I want something to do. It's 8 p.m. I'm tired. It's been a long day. I'm happy. I'm sad. You get the point. We eat for a lot of reasons, but there should only be one. We should eat when we're hungry. So we need to wipe the slate clean. And here I go again. Get out a paper and pen or whatever way you need to make a list and put down all the rules you are following. And it may take you a couple days to compile that list because more and more will come up in your head as, as you go by. But that list that says this many calories, this many points, this many macros, all of those things don't dial into your hunger and you're just working to fill a quota. And that's a terrible way to fuel your body when you're working to create a positive relationship with yourself and with food. Most people, and I believe the statistic is 98% of people regain the weight that they lost, and those people are following the rules that have nothing to do with common sense and listening to their bodies. Example, someone who believes, incorrectly in my opinion, that 1,200 calories a day is the number that they need to hit, and so throughout the day, they eat 300 calories so that they can eat 900 calories of ice cream at the end of the day. Congratulations, yes, you have successfully learned how to work the math so that you get to overeat Because remember, our little talk about metabolism and what our body does when we consume more than our body needs for energy, yep, stores it as fat because your body isn't counting the calories. You may say to yourself, I ate 1200 calories a day. Your body is saying, I have 900 calories and I can't use it all right now. So I'm going to store it as fat. So you need to understand and solve for why you are eating to solve your problems. It's not about calories. You will solve so many problems with weight if you wait to eat when you're hungry. The problem comes in is when you eat to get away from your problems and eating a ton of it to make yourself feel better. In the beginning, always, I say this over and over again, make it easy and start slow. This is not a plan to lose 10 pounds in 10 days. We wanna figure out how to do it in a way so that you can be all in. You can be committed and not feel deprived. So yes, to start out, maybe if you like pizza, eat pizza. But commit to yourself that you eat when you're hungry and stop when you've had enough. Not full. And you need to go lay on the couch. So this may look like two pieces instead of the usual three or more. Or maybe you were eating two pieces and then walking into the kitchen and taking quote-unquote just a bite here and there over the next three hours commit to start to eat and stop when you've had enough with these simple rules you start gaining momentum and you get excited and you gain confidence in yourself because you're able to follow through with what you said you would do in the past you follow all these rules that someone else made up and you were forcing yourself to follow and you felt miserable doing it and it didn't fit into your lifestyle. And every day you were just hoping and praying that you could hang on until bedtime. And then you wake up the next day and say, oh dear Lord, I gotta do this again. That's a hard life to live. Friends, you get to take 100% responsibility for your life and the way it turns out. So create something that you can do. Create something that you look forward to doing. Then as you show up for yourself and doing what you said you would do, and you gain that momentum, you may say to yourself, what else can I do? And maybe start including other foods into your diet, making different food swaps and different choices. You may try adding more veggies to your day. And then you think, why do I always hate, why do I hate salad? Oh, right, because for years, I would only eat carrots and celery and dry lettuce. But let's add a small salad to my pizza dinner and see how that goes. And this, my friend, becomes a lifestyle that is completely doable make a plan eat when hungry stop when you've had enough learn from mistakes drop judgment and be willing to challenge yourself know at the end of the day how you want to feel and think about yourself I know personally I want to respect and love myself at the end of the day and that doesn't come from how many calories I ate that day or the number on the scale It comes for how I show up for myself. Meeting myself where I am that day and moving forward. And we're talking about a new way of doing things and throwing out all of the diet culture rules and looking to adopt new thoughts. And again, don't overcomplicate things because so often we think diet and the other part of the equation that we feel has to be included is that I also have to bust my bum with exercise as well. And my answer to you is... Maybe not just yet. If you already move your body in a way that you love, great. Continue doing that. But if you have another whole list of negative thoughts and beliefs about exercise, maybe you're thinking that it's punishment, thinking that I should do this, worrying about how you look to others, etc., then don't add it in. You already have enough on your plate with understanding why you eat to soothe yourself. Focus on that. Exercise can always come later if you choose it. With this process you get to create what you want and be who you want to be accepting who you are now and loving yourself enough to make the changes you want to make for a better version of you to live the life you crave envision that and go after that you want the current version of yourself to develop into a future version and that's a different mindset this is a game changer it wasn't about what you eat the rules, the exercise, the calories, or any of that. It's about figuring out what works for you and loving yourself towards your goal. Now, this won't happen overnight. 100% negativity will creep in, and quite often at times. But if you don't let that overpower the fact that you are committed to yourself and you will do the thought work over and over again to show up for yourself and you have your own brack because you are worth it. It's been my pleasure to talk to you today, and I will talk to you next week, my friends. Who is your health or life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I'm creating a virtual coaching program that I want to invite you to join me in. We will address challenges, we'll work on goals, and we will get results in so many different ways. I'll have programs, workshops, and courses that I've created just for you. When you're ready to really take what you're learning on this podcast and up-level it, then send me an email at trish at corehealthcoach.com, subject line, I'm all in, and be a founding member of the program when it launches.